Shelley. Hey, Jessica. This is Are You Afraid of Ghosts podcast, and uh, we have taken a couple weeks off, and we are back. We're ready to kick off the summer with some new episodes. Totally ready. Totally ready. All right, Shelly, so... I'm pumped. I am, too. What you guys don't know is I always um, dance to the opening <laughs> song, <laughs> and yeah. Jessica tries not to laugh. <laughs> so that's what's happening. <laughs> that's why we're a little giggly yep. today. Oh, I did find out, Shelly, before I start my story, uh, that we have a we have a fan. We have a fan? We have one fan. That's exciting. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else out there is a fan, but they <laughs> haven't told me that they were a fan. But I uh, met a woman um, in New Jersey a couple of years ago, and I, I saw her for the first time in a, a couple of years last weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I walked in, and she said... You're much, you know, you, you do well with a partner. And I had no idea what she was talking about. And I said, okay. And I thought she meant Ken because right. I was standing next to Ken. And she's like, no, she's like, your podcast. And she said, you know, you do really well. I really like your banter. And oh, I my said, gosh. Oh, that's so great. That's she, so nice. Yeah, it was great. So, thank you. So thank you. And uh, that's out, you know, Point Pleasant, New Jersey, if you're Ooh. out there. Um, so... Any hauntings recently that we... Here, um, all is quiet. I think I scared it away by... Well, I, like, challenged it to fix that damn clock, and it didn't. Nothing crazy yet. I feel like it will pick up again at some point, but for now, it's been quiet. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Maybe they're taking a summer vacation. Totally understand that. That'd be nice. Yeah. They'll come back at spooky time when it's Halloween and all that. I would love that. And then I, we kind of want them to hang out. Yeah, that's fine with me. <laughs> when we when I decorate for Halloween, I do like the whole spider web thing. Oh. And because my house is so old, it looks so haunted. And yes, just, it does. You have an awesome porch. I, we have to get a picture of your house, Shelly, and put that out oh, there. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. We'll get it um, during Halloween. We'll post something. Okay. All right. So um, I saw this crazy story that it's actually from 2020 and I like stuff that's recent because mm-hmm. it's not from the 1800s and you know we can't really uh always track back if that stuff's true but so the from articles from 2020 or like yeah. the haunting or both it looks like it was published May 14th 2020 um but it was updated October 28th 2021 Ooh. so maybe there's an update in there Um, This is actually from the New York Times, and um, this is going to be, it's by Molly Fitzpatrick, and again, I already talked about the publishing dates. It's called Quarantining with a Ghost. It's scary. That sounds scary. (laughs) That does. I mean... What do you do? I don't know. Bad enough being stuck with family members that you don't really (laughs) like, but then you gotta be stuck with the undead. Well, this is, says, for those who believe they're locked down... With special roommates, the pandemic has been less isolating than they bargained for. So they go into, it started with the front door. Mm. Adrian Gomez lives with his partner in Los Angeles, where their first few days of sheltering in place for the coronavirus pandemic proved uneventful. They worked remotely, baked, took a two-mile walk each morning, and refinished their porcelain kitchen sink. Well, damn, they did did way more than I did. Four (laughs) days? I mean, holy hell! I, that's way more Can than I did. Come in my, over. 
that's that's way more than I did in my entire life was baking and taking a two mile walk and doing a porcelain kitchen sink. So kudos to Adrian. Okay, back to the story. But then one night, the doorknob began to rattle vigorously. Mm. So loud, he could hear it from across the apartment. Yet no one was there. That's creepy. Yes, that Black-eyed is. kid? Oh. Mm. Oh, my God. They're always trying to get in. <laughs> in mid-April, Mr. Gomez was in bed when a nearby window shade began shaking against the window frame so intensely, despite the fact that the window was closed. An adjacent window shade remained perfectly still. The cats were all accounted for, and no bug nor bird nor any other small creature had gotten stuck there. That Mr. Gomez thought it was an earthquake. Yeah, I was going to say, did you say they're in L.A. or something? Yeah. Yeah. But if just one shade is rattling, something's up. Yeah, that's weird. I very seriously hid myself under the comforter like you see in horror movies because it really did freak me out, Mm -hmm. he said. Now, though, neither he nor his partner noticed any unexplained activity at home before this. The couple can distinctly make out footsteps above their heads. No one lives above them. I just realized something. It's almost as if the ghost was quarantining from COVID. Like, they never experienced anything. Suddenly COVID hits and the ghost is like, all right, got to quarantine. <laughs> Let me find the nearest house. <laughs> Ooh, they do porcelain sinks there, so I'm going to stay at this. And the ghost moved in. Moved upstairs. <laughs> they do bake. So, I mean, maybe yeah. the ghost is drawn to baked goods. Yeah. See, that's why I don't bake. I buy. Yeah, me too. I don't I don't bake. You don't want my bacon, girl. Same. You don't want my bacon. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then they moved upstairs. Let's hope they don't bowl. Yeah. I mean, those bowling ghosts, they are very noisy. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> so, they were uh, trying to figure out, you know, what the footsteps were above them. Okay. I'm a fairly rational rational person, said Mr. Gomez, who is 26 and works in IT support. I try to think, what are the reasonable, tangible things that could be causing this? But when I don't have those answers, I start to think maybe something else is going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we all try to debunk the ghost thing. Yeah. They're not alone, possibly in more ways than one. For those who, whose experience of self-isolation involves what they believe to be a ghost... Their days are punctuated not just by Zoom meetings or homeschooling, but by disembodied voices, shadowy figures, misbehaving electronics, Mm -hmm. sound familiar, invisible cats cozying up on couches, caresses from hands that aren't there. Nope. (laughs) And even, in some cases, to borrow the technical parlance of Ghostbusters, free-floating, full-torso vaporous vaporous apparitions. Hmm. So this is, like, happening everywhere? (laughs) Apparently. So some of these people are frightened, of course. Others say they just appreciate the company. So it is, like, full-blown everyone's quarantine with ghosts. I wonder if we just didn't notice it. Maybe our ghosts were just, like, Lazy and watch Netflix like me. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Not walking around at all. That's, like, one of my, like... If I heard footsteps in my house, mm-hmm. that that would really freak me out. Absolutely. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> we do not want the footsteps. You hear me? Ghosts. Yeah. This is so fascinating, though, because it really seems like ghosts were quarantining. <laughs> That's, that is my... 
hypothesis. They are just trying to save the world. Yes. Like, aren't, do they wear masks? I need to know. If yeah. They're, if they're worried about being safe. Yeah. And are they staying six feet apart from people that they're Or other out? ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can ghosts get COVID? I don't How know. will we know? <laughs> we I need to know. ask a ghost. If any scientists out there want to tell us. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of science, it says there is no scientific evidence for the existence of ghosts, a fact that has little bearing on our collective enthusiasm for them. According to a 2019 YouGov survey, 45% of U.S. adults believe in ghosts. Huh, that's more than I thought. mm -hmm. In 2009, the Pew Research Center found that 18% of Americans believe themselves to have seen or otherwise encountered one. Me. That's me. Me. Before stay-at-home restrictions in New York, Patrick Hines, 42, left Manhattan with his husband and daughter to spend six weeks at an adorable cottage in western Massachusetts that they rented on Airbnb. Mm -hmm. One night, Mr. Hines woke up around 3 a.m. thirsty for a glass of water. He said he walked into the kitchen and saw a white man in his 50s wearing a well-worn World War II-era military uniform and cap sitting at the table. Wow. That ghost was like, I'm just going to take a seat. <laughs> hey, man. I don't really know about my Midnight kids. snack. It's Wait, seat. was that 3 a.m.? <gasps> yes. Witching hour. Damn. That's how they get you. Just don't do anything at 3 a.m. Sleep. If you have to use the bathroom, don't. don't. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Yeah, it's just don't. Um... You might want to wear a diaper to bed if you have problems. <laughs> I can't help you otherwise. It seemed normal in the split second before I realized, wait. It seemed normal? It seemed normal. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> and as I turned to look, he was gone. Said Mr. Hines, who is the host of the podcast, True Crime Obsessed. Check it out. It didn't feel menacing at all. It almost didn't even occur to me to tell my husband the next morning. That's so strange. All right, well, that's even more bonkers. I'm sorry, but like... You're just not going to tell anyone that there was an old... I've never heard of that. So lovely. Witnessing, like, a full apparition <laughs> from, like, World War II. And then just being like, oh. <laughs> it looked pretty normal. Yeah. Or just wanted a snack. Did they talk? Like, yeah, what's up? Now he said he went to turn and he was gone. But, yeah. I mean, that would have been... I would have woken up my partner. <laughs> yeah, I would have screamed. Yeah. Like a banshee. I don't know. That that was very very cavalier for Yeah. Eh, it looked seemed pretty normal. And I didn't even tell anybody the next day. No. I'm I don't sorry. get it. I'm telling your story, so you should have been telling somebody <laughs> in the same house as you. Any anywho. So if you were to accept the premise that ghosts are real, it stands to reason that some tension would naturally result once their flesh and blood roommates start spending much, much more time at home together. John E.L. Tenney, who des- describes himself as a paranormal researcher and is a former host of the TV show Ghost Stalkers, estimates that he received two to five reports of a haunted house each month in 2019. Hmm. This, is, this is pre covid Mm -hmm. lately it's been more like five to ten in a week because of covid i mean i guess everybody multiplied i don't (laughs) yeah that's actually pretty terrifying yeah if they're all people that pass from covid that's very sad yeah oh didn't even think about that Yeah. yeah like the timing i don't know 
Mr. Tenney has seen something like this before. In 1999, immediately before Y2K, he witnessed a spike in reported ghost and poltergeist activity, as well as UFO sightings, which in his experience are also on the rise in this moment. It does seem to have something to do with our heightened state of anxiety, our hypervigilance, he said. Mr. Tenney had, has no doubt that the vast majority of these cases in his inbox are completely explainable in nature. When the sun comes up and the house starts to warm up, they're usually at work. They're not used to hearing the bricks pop and the wood expand, he said. It's not that the house, it's not <laughs> that the house wasn't making those sounds. They just never had the time to notice it. I get that. That makes a lot of sense. You to get me. the creakiness here. Sometimes. Oh yeah. yeah, and and like doors opening on their own, not like because of the heat. Remember my door slamming yeah. on the one podcast. Yeah, and like or just like the house settles in a certain way and just kind of like pops the door open. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Yeah, that's that's logical. Now, if one just like slams, that I'm sorry, that's no, not normal swings and slams, or like if the that like back door opened up to the outside, no. No. Because that... Stay away from the back door as we're sitting next yeah. to the back Closets. door. Closets. My cats can open my closet, though, when it's completely no. closed. And I have... Sorry, this is such a tangent. No, but like, I... I, I have know. a cat who can, like, open doors with the handle. Because we have those <gasps> handles that, like, stick out. They're not round. She will jump up, and she... If the door is closed and she wants to come in, like, she can jump up. Wow. That's And then impressive. we have to, like, lock it. That's like Jinxie Cat. Do you train the toilet train them too? No. Well, I mean, I no. Mean, it sounds like this one's pretty smart. You want to She's that. really smart. And uh, that reminds me of like Velociraptors opening doors. and Everything reminds me of Jurassic Park. Anyway, super tangent. Back to the story. <laughs> it's okay. So it's not that, you know, the house wasn't making those sounds. They just never noticed it. Or did they? Hmm. Janie Cohen believes she's been haunted since college. The ghost she calls Matthew, a good biblical name, chosen in the hopes it would keep him on his best behavior, explained Mrs. Cohen, who is 26. That's really cute, actually. It's cute, but like that, like when a ghost follows you around, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. But it sounds like she's comforted at this point. It's not like a bad spirit, but... Yeah, I to go everywhere and be haunted by something like no, that I would not be comfortable with that. I would not. I would not want things following me. Yeah, like everywhere you live. I don't even like real people to follow me. (laughs) I don't need spirits following me too. I'm not that interesting. Spirits, you don't want to follow me everywhere I go. Need our alone time. We need to be alone. I need to, unless you're one of the cool ghosts just going to shut up and watch Netflix with me, (laughs) you can hang out with me anytime. Otherwise, go away. So, this Mrs. Cohen, she uh, said that they have historically, um, sorry, the Matthew character here, has historically made his presence known in her Nashville home through the sounds of someone running up and down the staircase at night. The noises are not like a house settling or like our cat walking around, said her husband, Will Cohen, a 31-year-old accountant. It's very clearly out to get attention. Around the same time, the couple began to self-isolate in March. Mr. Cohen started to use their guest bathroom so that his wife, a home health nurse who has been picking up more night shifts during the pandemic, could sleep in without the sounds of his morning routine disturbing her. Well, he's in the bathroom, so I can only guess... 
something I mean, happens. Obviously, because, you know, nothing good happens in the bathroom. No. He has found that Matthew, who both spouses agree prefers Mrs. Cohen, doesn't seem to appreciate these changes. On three separate occasions while showering in the guest bath, Mr. Cohen has been un- unexpectedly blasted with cold water. But it wasn't just a, a quirk of the plumbing. Every time he said he reached out to find that the hot water nozzle had been turned off. That's, That's so mean. Yeah. Not cool, Matthew. Uh, Matthew, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, I mean, fuck Matthew. You're not a biblical character, <laughs> Matthew. Be kind. Oh, all right, here's someone else. I love wow, these. Wow, there's a lot. I mean. It's great. It, it's, I mean, it's not great. It's like... not great for them, but it's great for <laughs> our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, ghosts, for making an appearance at someone else's house. Madison Hill, 24, is riding out the pandemic with her boyfriend in her apartment in Florence, Italy. It's a little different than, you know. What is it? Where were they just at? Arkansas or something? Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Short attention span. Yeah. Miss Hill, a writer and teacher originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, had always had her suspicions about her home, particularly the bathroom. Mm-hmm. What mean, is what is that? So like Is there a portal to hell in the bathroom? Right? <laughs> is the toilet the portal to ghosts? I don't know. Like I've heard about like staircases and basements, like those are like liminal spaces, you know? So that makes sense. But like, why the bathroom? Somebody answer that for us. We need... Well, what we are you thinking? We will pay you no money to find out, but we just need to know. Oh, man. Okay. So here's what's going on in her bathroom. There was a sense that someone was watching her. Mm-hmm. Doors slamming. Towels inexplicably on the floor. Well, you could just, exp- I mean, that. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I that mean, that's, that's, <laughs> towels are on the floor. <laughs> a few weeks into quarantine, she woke up to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. Ooh, was it something inappropriate? Because that would be even <laughs> funnier. <laughs> like they left a big purple. Oop. Um, nope, there might be kids listening to this. All right. I just said purple. I didn't say anything. I, don't no, know. I didn't hear Get anything. Get your mind out of the gutter, Shelly. <laughs> So she woke up to find something on her nightstand that did not belong there. It was a camera lens. One she brought from the United States, but lost when she moved in. She had long given up on ever finding it. But here it was. Yeah. Mm. I hate that shit. I know. How dare you find the thing I was looking for, you (laughs) ghost asshole. But the ghost probably took it in the first place. Yeah. As soon as she moved in. Yeah. And then took pictures of her in her sleep with the weird, creepy lens. Oh my gosh, if she found pictures too. Of her. Oh, I feel like that's in a movie. That is in a movie. Is I don't that know. paranormal activity? Yeah. I remember this somewhere. Videos or pictures of them sleeping, yeah. I think it was pictures of them sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. So, since then, other small objects, including a set of keys, have moved to strange new places inside her apartment. The reappearance of the camera lens in particular struck her as a mischievous, playful gesture, Mm -hmm. perhaps even a thoughtful suggestion that this could be the perfect time for Ms. Hill, who majored in film in college, to pick up her old hobby. That's cute. That's nice. I think, yeah, mischievous poltergeist spirit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
You ready for uh, one more? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, I'm always ready. There's actually a bunch more, but I don't want to bore you, you know. But it, it's pretty amazing. All these people are being haunted during COVID. COVID yeah. All right. Let's see. Carrie, Carrie Dunlap shares a one-bedroom apartment in the Ridgewood neighborhood of Queens with his girlfriend, Alexandra Cole. Mr. Dunlap, a 31-year-old teacher, rapper, <laughs> and concert. That's cool. He went from teacher to rapper <laughs> to concert promoter. Believes he first met their resident ghost last summer. He saw her in the bathroom. <laughs> like, I can't. Well, I don't this shit understand. Up. I'm going to research this. I need to know. Okay. There's got to be something out there on this. It doesn't make any sense. Every single thing has been leading to the bathroom. It's like they heard our first episode. <laughs> so he saw her in the bathroom in the middle of the night wearing green scrubs, standing an arm's length away from him. She appeared to be glowing. Oh, okay. Mm. The woman vanished when he turned on the light. Nope. Mm. Mr. Dunlap knew that one of the friends the couple is subleasing from had spotted a ghost in the apartment. Both agreed they'd seen an older Asian woman of small stature. Okay. In scrubs? I think. Mr. Dunlap and Ms. Cole, a 27-year-old writer and editor, used to find themselves in a routine late-night tug-of-war over the two-small comforter they shared. Several weeks ago, Mr. Dunlap woke late at night to the sensation of what he assumed was Ms. Cole adjusting the blanket at his feet to spread it evenly across the bed. Nope, nope. When the movement stopped and he didn't feel his girlfriend climb into bed beside him, he called out to her. Yeah. She didn't answer. Yeah. <sighs> oh my God, the chills. That. Nope. Then she came back in from the bathroom. That. It was so weird, dude, Mr. Dunlap said. It was so weird. <laughs> I like this guy. I love his formal article statement was, it was so weird, man. This is the rapper, right? I, teacher yeah, rapper. <laughs> the teacher, the rapper, and the guy. Yo, so man. Weird. You think he was three sheets to the wind when uh, he got interviewed for that article? <laughs> He's like, whoa, man. It was like, wild. Okay. But the incident left him and Ms. Ms. Cole with a lingering positive impression. Like whoever or whatever it was, had been trying to make the couple feel more comfortable or to medi- oh. mediate a potential conflict between them before it happened. That is an interesting, I mean, like, in, I don't know. No, that's creepy. That's like Any a ghost. ghost that's, like, ripping, like, the blanket off the bed or, like, moving it, it's just... I don't know. But, you know, it's... At least they're not scared. I mean, if they're going to look at turn into a positive thing, then go, you know, go them. But I'm looking yeah. at it like, get the fuck out of my bed and get off my blankets. Yeah, you don't belong here. <sighs> All right, I'll do one more. Okay. 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 And then I'm going to save the other ones for later. All right. Kurt Gray, an associate professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, studies how we perceive and treat the minds of other entities, including animals, machines, and the dead. Times of great unease or... Times of great unease when there is an increased drive to find meaning in chaos can lend themselves to perceived hauntings, he said. Not to mention that disease itself shares certain psychological parallels with a malevolent spirit creeping invisibly upon its unsuspecting victims. This phenomenon could also be a side effect of the loneliness of our time. In quarantine, you are physically confined and 
also psychologically confined. Hmm. Interesting. Your world narrows, Mr. Gray said. You're trapped at home. You're needing human contact. It's comforting to think that there's a supernatural agent here with you. It's not, though. Uh, these people don't sound too thrilled about having a house guest. Yeah. So, for Danielle, a 39-year-old lawyer, isolation predates this pandemic. The Times agreed to not use her last name to protect her professional reputation. She has been recovering at her home in Richmond, British Columbia, since contracting an unrelated serious illness over the winter. She first experienced strange activity in February, she said, when she kept walking into her guest bedroom to find a particular lamp turned on, although she had no memory of leaving it that way. This happened again and again and again, until on a whim, she said aloud, don't turn that back on. The next time she entered the room, she found the ceiling light, which she never ever switches on, blazing. Hmm. On more than one occasion, she has heard the voices of a man and a woman having a conversation she couldn't quite make out. More recently, she was sewing face masks in the same bedroom. She had exactly enough fabric left to make one more mask, but when she briefly turned away from the ironing board where she just pressed the double cotton gauze, the two remaining pieces disappeared. See, they need masks. (sighs) They do need masks. We have got that answer. Thank you. And... Danielle said it was gone, like in a 20-second period gone. I went and checked the garbage pail, nothing. Checked the recycling, nothing. My fabric stash, nothing. I tore the house apart looking for these two pieces of fabric, and they have never come back. Danielle describes herself as a highly social person, someone whose friends and family had worried about how she'd fare cooped up all by herself. This kind of feels like someone popping by to cheer me up or keep tabs or make sure that I'm not feeling alone, she said. If the idea of a paranormal identity can provide someone a little bit of social sustenance to help them endure their solitude, Mr. Gray said, then great, at least as long as the ghost isn't advising its hauntees to go into emergency rooms without a mask and French kiss everybody. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, that just took a weird turn. Was that her quote? (laughs) Or was that the writer? Mr. Gray's quote. That was like an interview response amazing i i can't well that's like yo man it was weird Weird, man it was weird dude are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic don't panic says mr tenney the ghost stalker's host take careful notes on what you observe you may soon find a rational explanation for your fears what if that strange noise at 2 50 p.m every weekday is just the ups truck clattering by okay so this guy He's like a scientist guy or a researcher, mm-hmm. and he's saying that a lot of what people are experiencing can be explained because of isolation. Yeah. Right? And like, they're like kind of either making things up or psychologically like something's going on. Maybe. Maybe they're just And little... is he saying some could be legit? Yeah. He's okay. saying, yeah. Okay. So it, it just seemed like it was more of... Here are all people's testimonials, and then he's trying to back it up with science, I guess, of how it could be explained, mm-hmm. but these people are like, the shit still happened, so. Yeah. yeah. It's really, mm-hmm. who do you want to believe? I, uh, I don't know if this is, we- I, like, can't believe that there's no scientific evidence. Yeah. Like, ghosts exist. Like, nothing? Yeah. I guess it's kind of like the God thing. No one can, Yeah. You know, until you have the proof. It's and- just weird. 
because like ghost hunters and like all those shows like they capture like infrared like couldn't scientists like go in and do that stuff like like what is a ghost made out of what kind of vapor does it Smell yeah. like cotton candy. We need right. to know all the, the scientific details. Why 3 a.m.? Why the fucking bathroom? Well, yeah. I know. I feel like it's like a trifecta of going to the bathroom at 3 a.m. Yes. <laughs> Just don't ever. Yes. Don't ever do that. No. No, I never will. Never again. You know, Not in this house. <laughs> I'm saying, you know how this is going to scar me for the rest of my life? Where I'm be like... <laughs> If I ever wake up and it says like 3.02, I'll be like, God damn it. I got to wait till 4 a.m. Yeah. Yep. To go pee. That is my plan. Well, this, uh, <laughs> this is great. It's a great conversation starter though. Yeah. Because who really thought about ghosts during the pandemic? No, no. one was going anywhere or doing anything. Right. So where did these ghosts come from? I, yeah. And, or were they there the whole time and they weren't noticed until people were Home. isolated? Yeah. Home all the time, not going to work. So, like, you know, if something's happening during they, the day. They won't know. Mm-hmm. Like, and who really has a camera? Every single person doesn't have a camera in their house every yeah, time they leave. So how, yeah. how do we know shit's not flying off the shelf? And Yeah. Like. But, you know, I... I wonder, so, like, that lady who's, like, the light kept turning on and Mm. the mask disappeared. Like, I just wonder, like, the sixth sense kind of thing. Like, are are they trying to get attention because they want help with something? Or are they just, like, doing it to fuck with people? I don't know. I mean, I asked, like, whatever was here in our house. You know, I was like, fix the clock and then we'll talk. Because it was kind of like... What do you need from me? Mm-hmm. You need something to go away. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, what I do had you no need? point to that. I was just thinking no. About it. It's it's all great. It's thought provoking questions that we're not ever going to unfortunately get the answer mm-hmm. unless some some scientist wants to step up their game and yeah and give us some you know. I'm gonna you know look into some of this but I, stuff. But I do wonder though, like, are there ghosts around us all the time, and we just will never see them because we're just so focused on what's going on in our life that we're not open to to seeing it, or we just don't think it should well, be. Yeah. Or do and, they want to be seen, or how does that? Work? And some people think there are parallel universes going on. Yeah. Um, so you are here in another universe. Oh, that sounds. Doing something different. But you are here. We're just in this universe. That's it's crazy. like that. That sounds wild. Yeah, I can't wrap my brain around that. I can only ghosts make more sense. I to don't me. need two stressful lives. <laughs> I would just like one, please. <laughs> I only signed up for one. I do not want two stressful lives. But okay. Okay. All right. Well, this has been awesome. Yeah. And uh, as always, you guys can find us on all the podcast platforms. And then you know, if you want to email us personal story please do that's always fun is are you afraid of ghosts at gmail.com find us on facebook and instagram and twitter and all that jazz and if you have any stories please share them yeah 18 percent of you apparently do so i mean we have a lot of podcast time left so yeah plenty of time <laughs> all right good night